podcast, so you're welcome to catch them via the Smile 90.4 FM app or on our website at smile904.fm. Joining us in conversation this evening to chat more about the launch of Africa's first audio library. It's a wonderful entrepreneurial initiative together with the support that exists for entrepreneurs is Akendo Lewis Gale. He's a founder and chairman at the Harembe Entrepreneur Alliance. Akendo, good evening and thank you so much for joining us. Aloha Benito, thank you for the opportunity. It's an absolute pleasure. Also joining us is Arlene Mulder. She's the co-founder of, you're going to have to help me out here Arlene with this, um, is it BIB or B-I-B? How do I pronounce this? Good evening. Um, it's so great to join you. Um, it is called Bib. So Bib comes from the Latin word for Bibliotech. Wonderful. Co-founder of Bib. Arlene, thank you so much for, for, for joining us. Let me start with you then, Arlene. Just tell us about the launch of Bib. How did it all come about? So um, for us, it is truly important at Bib to really um, capture the rich tradition of oral storytelling in Africa. And it's really important for us to preserve our rich African stories. And we decided to do that um, on an audio app. So Bib is an app that you can download on the App Store or the Google Play Store. And it's really like a library in your pocket that you can listen to incredible African stories by African voices anywhere in the world. All right. And why did you want to do this? Why was it so important to to preserve our continent's heritage this way? Uh, I mean, firstly, we are African and... The stories and the traditions and the culture that we have here is is really special. I also think um, that especially in the time in the world that we're living in now, it's really important for us to share our stories with each other. Um, we also have incredible artists and writers um, on the continent. And we really thought that there was a gap and not an opportunity and a platform for enough of these African artists to, to share their stories. Mm. And when you're talking about stories, where are these stories emanating from? Are they South African stories? Are they Angolan stories? Are they stories emanating out of, out of Senegal? Where have you cu- uh, collated these, these stories from? So myself and my co-founder are both South African, so that's where we started, but that is definitely not where we plan to end. And that's also why it's incredible for us to be part of the Harambia Network, which is a pan-African network. And so it's only the start now. We started with a couple of classics. Um, we also have quite a, quite a lot of African stories at the moment, but our aim is to have all 11 vernaculars. And we're really excited. We have children's stories. We have theater productions. So it's only the start, and we cannot wait to have stories from almost every country across the continent. No, it certainly sounds incredibly, incredibly exciting. Also joining us in conversation this evening is Akendo Lewis-Gale. He is the founder and chairman at the Rembe Entrepreneur Alliance. Uh, uh, Akendo, firstly, I, I get the sense that the alliance is all about supporting entrepreneurs. 
Yes, correct, Benito. Uh, and again, thank you so much for having us. I, I feel compelled to start with a, with a show named The Honest Truth by saying I swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing <laughs> but the truth, so help me God. I, Benito, I hope this, you'll hold us to that. Uh, yes, correct. Um, we are very much in the lion's of uh, principal African innovators. And at the core of what uh, we're attempting to remind uh, Africa's entrepreneurial ecosystem here in our alliance is that there are a number of entrepreneurs out there who are trying to build products and services that are catering not just to the 80 million Africans in the middle class, but the 800 million who are not currently participating in the global economy. And, and Benito, what we believe is that there are global implications to African innovation. You know, as I like to joke before, China had Alipay and America had Apple Pay. Kenya had M-Pesa. And you know our alliance will have been successful. Well, if next time Kenya, China will not need Alipay because we will be able to, to scale the M-Pesas of Africa. Mm-hmm. And, and Ms. Mulder is very much a, a case study of the work that Haramians are doing across the length and breadth of Africa. Here she is attempting to ensure that we not only capture um, African stories, but make him available to the world. And, and this comes, it's particularly important at a time when we've just lost a national and dare I say, uh, Pan-African, a global treasure with the unfortunate, um, uh, the, the fire at the University of Cape Town. It just yes. reminds us that, you know, these stories, um, are critical to our own narrative and, and we must figure out ways to not only capture them, but really share them with the world. How has COVID impacted entrepreneurs on the continent, uh, Okenda, or possibly allow me to rephrase, mm. how have entrepreneurs responded to COVID on the, on the continent? I think it, it's been, it's really been a, a tr- an ultimate test for all innovators across the continent. I like to joke that in a sense, what we've seen in the last 12 months has been a bit of a stampede towards the future. You know, hmm. one of our companies, uh, it's called Vula Mobile, and they're in the business of, of convincing people to do telehealth. And you can imagine with COVID, you know, it seems like the whole world has jumped on the bandwagon. Yeah. And, and we're seeing more of this. And of course, the work that uh, Ms. Mulder is doing uh, with BIP, is, it's proof positive of that, right? How do we, uh, so we all sort of, if, if we, in, a, in a world in which we couldn't go to these libraries and we should have had to be locked at home, well, imagine a world in which those stories are readily available to you. Um, and so what we've seen is a drastic acceleration. Uh, many entrepreneurs have done in two months what they expected to do in three, five years. And and the truth is also, Benito, is that they've raised more capital than we've ever seen before. Um, Ms. Hmm. Mulder is part of a class of Harambians that was selected from almost 5,000 applications. And the 30 new Harambians have raised over $130 million alone. And so that really gives you a sense that uh, during this pandemic, uh, innovators have gone from cute to relevant. Oh, incredible. What is the, the selection criteria to be to become part of the Arambian Entrepreneur Alliance, Akenda? Well, in spite of growing myth, you do not have to give blood to the alliance. I assure you of that, Benito. Right. <laughs> uh, we do have, uh, and uh, Ms. Boulder actually could sort of speak to this, uh, uh, folks get uh, nominated, apply through an extensive application process, then get interviewed by other Harambians, um, and then they get to participate in that annual uh, gathering that happens at Harvard University in Brent Woods in the United States, um, and that's sort of where they're inducted into the alliance. Yeah. So it, it, it's in, you know, an application, but at the key, at the core of it is we're trying to identify 
uh, principled individuals. We're not just trying to build businesses, but are fighting for a cause or trying to hitch their wagon to something larger than themselves. Yeah, there's got to be something certainly sustainable about what we're applying our efforts to. They must be able to to make a meaningful difference within people's lives, Arlene. And I mean, that certainly must have been one of the motivators around curating these these stories. In light of the, the pandemic, what have been some of the, the challenges that you've had to overcome to make sure that it became a, became a reality? Um, yeah, so actually just as we launched or as we started there was a company, um, COVID hit us and wow. we had all these plans of how we were going to start recording at studios mm. and everything that we were going to to do. And But in a, in a weird way, COVID was actually a catalyst for us to say, well, now we have to think about solving this problem differently. And um, incredibly, we have now changed completely how we record the stories. We have empowered editors to um, have mobile recording equipment that they move around. We can now record with our artists at their homes. We can set up home studios for the artists to record at their homes. And it's actually just made everything much more accessible. And we've actually reduced the cost as well because we've we've reduced some of the elements. So... I think entrepreneurs actually thrive in in, um, difficult circumstances like this because we all love a challenge. Um, We love to find new and innovative solutions. And speaking about challenge, how challenging was the process to become part of uh, the Arambian Alliance? (laughs) So as I can say, um, there's rumors that you have to give blood to the Alliance. it's quite an extensive process, but I think they do that on purpose to test your your motivation and your resilience. But yes. at the end of the day, I think um, you really have to be, and actually I would give the same answer to if you ask someone, should you become an entrepreneur? It is definitely not easy. This is not the easy route to become an entrepreneur. But I think if you truly believe in what you do, and just that authenticity um, is something that you, you can definitely not fake. And that's what keeps you up, keeps you getting up every morning. And if you just really, truly believe in it, and have passion for it. Mm. Arlene, what is, what is your view of the current entrepreneurial ecosystem, um, particularly here in South Africa and further afield on the continent? Do you feel that entrepreneurs like yourself, if we use you as an example, have responded in an innovative way to, to the pandemic? Yes, absolutely. Um, actually, last week uh, I was um, uh, we met all the other Harambians of our class and just listening to what everyone has achieved in the last year, it's been absolutely incredible. Um, I'm also part of the Entrepreneurs' Organization in Cape Town and just witnessing how entrepreneurs have been responding and even entrepreneurs um, who have completely lost their businesses, they have pivoted, they've changed, they've started new businesses. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually really proud to be an African entrepreneur and, and see the resilience and just what everyone's been able to achieve. Arlene Mulder is co-founder of Bib and an entrepreneur and a proud one. And she joins us in conversation this evening on The Honest Truth. Also joining us is Akendo Lewis-Gale. He's founder and chairman at the Harambe Entrepreneur Alliance. Akendo, what are some of the success stories coming out of the alliance? Gosh, uh, God has been good, Benito. I mean, we've been very fortunate. Just last month, uh, one of the Harambians was uh, declared a unicorn 
um, which is sort of Silicon Valley terminology to refer to companies that are valued at over a billion dollars. Wow. The company is called Flutterwave, and they're um, in the business of facilitating payment, payments uh, across the continent. Uh, here in South Africa, we have a company um, uh, by the name of Yoko, which you might be familiar with. Uh, yes. They have these uh, payment terminals that you'll find across the length and breadth of the country. Um, and so we, we are... We've been very fortunate, if you will, to have a growing number of innovators that are proving to the entire world that Africa um, can it can be the laboratory for many of these technologies. And I genuinely think that this is something that we will see more of in the years and in decades ahead, partly because if, if need is the mother of all great inventions, Benito, then Lord knows we've got plenty of need down here. Yeah. And, and therefore, the world, I think, will really come to appreciate um, just how uh, relevant and valuable insights that innovators are having on the continent mm. uh, are to the entire world. Yeah, I'm so pleased to hear that, that Yoko is one of your success stories because, in fact, I remember chatting to the founder. must have been about three years ago, and I was very yeah. impressed in terms of the innovation that they've created. So very pleasing to see that that they've accelerated what they're doing. Um, Arlene, why do you think there aren't as many innovators who are doing what you're doing, given that, that the app that you've created is, is the first audio library of its kind? So I think there are quite a few barriers to entry. Um, specifically, if you if you think what it requires to put something like this together, firstly, you require quite a lot of upfront capital to develop the content. But um, as with most things, I think our success really lies in our co-founding partnership. So I think we've got quite a unique partnership. My co-founder, Juanita Katsia, she's from the creative world. So she's been in this industry her whole life, knows all the creatives. And I'm from the business and tech world. So often it's just finding the right partnership also. And I think the two of us together make, makes quite a unique team. And then I think, you know, you just have to um, forget about all the challenges that you face and just believe that it can happen and just, just go forward. Yeah, absolutely. And you mentioned partnerships. Um, tell us about um, the Nasbans partnership. What happened there? Yes, that was, a, that was a great partnership for us as well. Um, Naspers or NB Publishers is owned by Naspers, but um, NB Publishers is it's the largest publishing house in Africa. It's a great honor for us to partner with them. It affords us the opportunity to look at classic works, so authors that I grew up with and studied in high school, like Dalia Matia, um, and then we have access to top sellers like Dion Mayer. Um, it's, it's an incredible partnership for us to have um, and this is actually one of the other barriers to entry is the publishing rights. And so there's quite a lot of complexity to make this happen. Having a partner like this on board um, is incredible for us. Yeah, I can well imagine. So, Okendo, I believe that Arambe are putting together, what is it, an, an audio book? Tell us about this initiative. Oh, can you hear me, Benito? Yes, I can. Yes, yes. Did you hear? Did you hear me there? Yes, yes. No. Um, we, um, yes, we're very. So I actually wrote um, a little book on on um, to tell the stories of the African innovators that I've been fortunate to meet over the last fourteen years. And, and the book is called Harambians: Ordinary People Doing Extraordinary Things. Um, and uh, Ms. Mulder and her team at Bib were kind enough to help me create an audio book. And so now you can. Uh, listen to uh, Harambian, uh, the book, 
uh, on on Bib, uh, and, uh, and and I thought it important because uh, you know I, I think it was a Nigerian author who once told us that until the lions have their own historian, tales of the hunt will always glorify the hunter. Benito, <laughs> and and I genuinely Lovely. think it's time for us to begin to glorify innovators like Miss Mulder, Absolutely. who are doing God's own work. Uh, really helping us uh, unlock the continent's potential, and 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 that's what the book is. And looking at the the ordinary people behind it, and I do call them ordinary because, you know, Miss Mulder, like so many of the innovators in this alliance and really across the continent, uh, are they are simply ordinary. They 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 have fears and insecurities, and yet mm-hmm. they are able to conquer those, and, and in so doing, help us um, unlock the continent's potential. And and my hope is that the book will encourage other young Africans to take risk, embrace risk, and, and, and get out there and, and help us transform Africa's challenges into opportunities. Okay, so we can access the, the book via the, the Bib app. Um, the actual physical book, where can one get, get a copy of it? Well, if you're in South Africa, you can get it at the, I think it's called Exclusive Books. Is that's, that correct? That's correct, books. yes, yes. Yes, uh, I've, I've actually got a copy of it uh, just uh, last week uh, from there, so any of the bookstores. Okay, fantastic. And then Arlene, as as Okendo had mentioned, there's also an opportunity to to listen to the recording of it, and this will be available on the on the Bib app. That is already available. You can listen to Mr. Lewis Gale himself narrating his own book, and the stories are truly inspiring. And it was great to listen to it. Arlene Mulde is co-founder of Bib and and an entrepreneur. Okendo Lewis Gale, founder and chairman at the Arambe Entrepreneur Alliance. It's been wonderful having you both joining us in conversation. Thank you, Arlene. Thank you very much. God bless you, Benito. Thank you for the opportunity. It's an absolute pleasure and a huge thank you to you, Okendo, as well. Thank you so much for your time and for joining us. Thank you so much. Thank you. Want to know 